This is Against All Enemies, a show about threats to American democracy. Political violence is on the rise. An alarming percentage of Americans believe they may have to take up arms against their neighbors. Some are already doing so. Against All Enemies highlights the activities of extremist organizations and their enablers. Our goal is to educate, not to alarm. The threats are real. But if we know what we are up against, together we can beat them. It's Ken Harbaugh with Against All Enemies on the Midas Touch Network. You have got to see this video of a recent high school graduate in Sarasota, Florida, during a school board meeting, calling for the chair of the board to be fired to her face. That chairperson is Bridget Ziegler, a co-founder of Moms for Liberty, who has spent her entire tenure on the school board bullying others. Bullying kids like the one you're about to hear from. She is now embroiled in a scandal involving her husband, Christian Ziegler, who chairs Florida's Republican Party, and a third woman who was in an intimate relationship with both of the Zieglers. That third woman claims she was recently assaulted by Christian Ziegler. An investigation is underway. I'm going to let that case play out before passing judgment. What I will say, and what this student gets so right, is that a so-called public servant like Bridget Ziegler has no business imposing their moral purity tests on others. The hypocrisy is just icing on the cake. I'll let this student speak for himself. Then I'll bring in Jared Yates Sexton, a journalist who has been following the rise of Christian nationalism for years and has an incredible book out detailing just how deep the hypocrisy goes. First, here's Xander Moritz at the most recent Sarasota school board meeting. Bridget Ziegler, you do not deserve to be on the Sarasota County School Board, but you do not deserve to be removed from it for having a threesome. That defeats the lesson we've been trying to teach you, which is that a politician's job is to serve their community, not to police personal lives. So, to be extra clear, Bridget, you deserve to be fired from your job because you are terrible at your job. <laughs> not because you had sex with a woman. On this board, you have spent public funds that could have been used to increase teacher pay, to change our district lines for political gain, remove books from schools, target trans and queer children, erase black history, and elevate your political career, all while sending your children to private schools because you do not believe in the public school system that you've been leading. My question is why doesn't an elected official using our money to harm our students and our teachers for her gain seem to matter as much to us as her having a threesome does? I love what happened there. I love that this student went ahead and made sure not to shame the person for their, their hypocrisy, but to go ahead and point out why the actual problem is. And what, what happens here? And this is important because we got really, really focused for many years. I call it the Daily Show effect. We got very focused for many years in always pointing out the hypocrisy of the Republican Party, right, and conservatives. Like, look what you said today. Look what you did tomorrow. They don't care about that. They actually don't because that hypocrisy, it only points out something, which is these principles are never real. They're not actual principles. They're weapons. The Republicans run up deficits. They're not actual fiscal conservatives. They're not social conservatives. You know, Lauren Boebert cannot be reached for comment on this. Uh, you know, they're not interested in small government. They want government everywhere. What they are interested in is they're interested in a two-tiered reality, which is a reality where they can do whatever they want and other people are going to, you know, be put in their place. And, you know, whether it's the legal system or the government or economics, you name it. And here's the reason why. 
Deep at the heart of the Republican Party and conservatism is the idea of what's called a natural hierarchy. They truly believe that they are better than other people and that democracy gets in the way. This has been the same thing from the very beginning. It's at the heart of all the arguments we're having. This is why they don't care about giving up national secrets when Trump is president. This is why they don't care about running down America when they're not in power. It's because it does not matter. The only thing that matters is that they get what they want. The hypocrisy is just one of the features. It's it's not a it's not a way to like necessarily like, you know, destroy them because those principles were never real to begin with. Thanks for watching everyone. I am trying something new, a Patreon page. It's a way you can support the show and make sure we can keep bringing you this content. My hope is that we can continue to limit the amount of ads we run here and that we can also build a community around this effort to fight back against extremists and their enablers. Subscribers to the Patreon page will have access to exclusive and ad-free content and also early releases. Please consider helping us out. Go to patreon.com slash Ken Harbaugh or click on the link below. We're just getting started with this, so your support early on will make a huge difference in building real momentum. Thanks so much for helping out. Do they understand that that agenda is wildly unpopular with the American public? And if they do understand that, do they care? Uh, no, they do not. And they do understand it's wildly unpopular. Um, you know, everything that they do, I, I, I think our media does, a, does us a disservice. The media basically tries to tell us that the Republican-Democratic split is like 45%, 45% with like 10% independence in between. It's not. The Republican Party is wildly, historically unpopular. The only reason that they're still a national party is because this country's institutions were designed to reward minoritarian, white, and wealthy power. The Senate, the Electoral College, the judicial system, you name it. So they do understand that, which is why they create all these conspiracy theories. For instance, I always try and explain this to people. This gay and trans CRT stuff, you know, kindergartners using kitty litter boxes, you know, all that stuff... That didn't happen organically. It was designed in boardrooms and think tanks in Washington, D.C. It was, uh, you know, rolled out like franchises throughout the country in order to defund public schools, in order to privatize public education. Those ideas on their face are not just unpopular. They're only held by about 10% of the population, the people who are millionaires and billionaires, right? People want their children to get better educations. But they give it the cover. Which is why Donald Trump is out there talking about poisoning the blood, why we're talking about CRT, why we're talking about gay and trans people. All of that stuff is a cover story that keeps us from talking about what's actually being discussed and what's actually being rolled out. I've got one more clip I want to share with you. It's of the same student, Xander Moritz, speaking at his high school graduation in 2022 at the height of Governor Ron DeSantis's Don't Say Gay crusade. Xander's principal had just told him, that if he talked in his speech about his activism, about being gay, his microphone would be cut. I'll be honest, the first time I saw this back in 2022, I got choked up. Listen closely to what Xander is saying. I know you'll be moved by it. And then take some courage from the fact that young people like Xander are fighting back. They are carrying the torch and they are calling out the hypocrites like Ron DeSantis, Bridget Ziegler, and Moms for Liberty. We'll pick up Xander's speech about halfway in. Here it is. As we were being told that no generation has ever had it easier, the technology that made it seem that way was exposing us to a plethora of festering global crises. 
The digital advance has given us the gift of Applebee's whenever, wherever, but it has also given us the burden of awareness. We are children, but we are children with the knowledge that our everyday lives are being lived in a state of emergency. Hear me, we live in a state of emergency. We cannot allow the degradation of our communities, environments, and constitution to become socially acceptable just because we're witnessing these attacks daily. That needs to make us more shocked, not less. We need to react more each time, not less. If we let this become everyday life, then it will continue to happen every day. That is why I must discuss a very public part of my identity. This characteristic has probably become the first thing you think of when you think of me as a human being. As you know, I have curly hair. <laughs> I used to hate my girls. I spent mornings and nights embarrassed at them, trying desperately to straighten this part of who I am. But the daily damage of trying to fix myself became too much to endure. So, while having curly hair in Florida is difficult, due to the humidity, I decided to be proud of who I was and started coming to school as my authentic self. Here, it was Miss Ballard who answered my questions because I didn't have other curly haired people to talk to. It was Mr. Pauling who read essays about curls costing me an opportunity that I really wanted. It was my friends that told me that curls look good on me and that I should stop biting them. It was a messy and twisted growth process, but eventually I did. It's because of the love I've drawn from this community that I came out to my family. Now I'm happy. Now I'm happy. And that is what is at stake. There are going to be so many kids with curly hair who need a community like Pineview, and they will not have one. Instead, they'll try to fix themselves so that they can exist in Florida's humid climate. I've been preparing for this speech since I was elected my freshman year. Do you think that I wanted it to be about this? It, it needs to be about this for the thousands of curly-haired kids who are going to be forced to speak like this for their entire lives as students. Because my principal has always loved my girls and me. Those who we've given our power to are the reason that I have to stand here and talk about my hair during my graduation speech. If that represents you, congratulations. But if it does not, then you must claim your power and you must give it to those who will protect us. I told you that during our sophomore and junior years, we begged our government for justice, but that was a mistake. We let them use our power in a way that made us forget that it is ours. There is nobody to beg but ourselves. Justice and injustice exist under our authority. It is not fair that the second we turn 18, we have this responsibility, but we do. And now that it's ours, we must use our shared power because it was all the people who didn't use it that let this happen to all the people who couldn't. When you waste your power, what you're really doing is giving it to whoever has the most already. And right now, those with the most power are coming for those with the least. We should not have to deal with this, but we're ready. I've seen what this community can overcome when we come together. I've seen what we can do. We might not be able to create a pitbull concert in our gym, but we can easily save the world. Thank you.